I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, buddy. I'm not your buddy, guy. I'm not your guy, friend. I'm not your friend, pal. I'm not your pal, buddy. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Reconsider, where we don't do the thinking for you. We have something exciting for you today. This is just a bit of an intro, an overview episode, but we are going to be introducing a four-part series on Russia. Yeah, Russia's been obviously a very big part of the news for the past years, as it's taking Crimea, invaded Ukraine, got involved in Syria, got involved in the United States elections. And there's all sorts of theories spiling around about how exactly Russia got involved in the United States elections. Putin is a power unto himself. Uh, and there's a whole lot of fear about what might happen in the future, in particular, given Trump's admiration of Putin and Putin's seemingly larger role on the world stage. There are also a lot of myths around Russia. People are often unsure of its history, of its geopolitical position, of its motivations, how Russian government works, or even what's going on. So we decided that we're going to create a four-part series on Russia to help unravel all of this. Uh, we think it's a big enough topic, an important enough topic, that it deserves its own four shows. And at the end, you should be able to reconsider a whole lot about this very important nation and in the end of the day, find yourself much better informed and much better able to talk policy. Yeah, some of our longtime listeners have remarked to us that they felt like they took a lot away from the episodes we did on China and the South China Sea, in part because we provided a bit of historical context that was kind of necessary to be able to fully interpret China's actions going on today. So we're basically doing the same thing. We're blowing it up a little bit. It's not a two-part series. As Eric said, it's a four-part series. And this is what you should expect in the episodes that are going to be coming. What we're going to do for each one is pair up with someone who's big on the Russia scene and knows a whole lot more about it than we do. And we're going to pick the heck out of their brains. So the guests that you should expect are fellow podcasters who have done hundreds of episodes on Russia and have hundreds of thousands of followers PhDs, lifelong scholars, think tank members, and former officials high up in government, all of whom have been studying or directly dealing with Russia for decades. So there's going to be a whole lot to learn from this. 
And that's what will be a little bit different than our South China Sea episodes. Instead of just Eric and I talking, we're going to be trying to pull out some really deep knowledge from experts who know a lot about Russia. So this is what you should expect from the episodes. The first one is going to be a bit of an overview of what's going on in Russia today, the state of Russia in the modern day, what they've been doing in the last couple of years, how their moves have been interpreted, why some of these moves are important and why maybe some of the moves aren't important, which historical comparisons are apt and which aren't. The next episode will be Russia's complex geopolitical history. Of course, to understand any country, we need to understand its history and how it got to where it's going. Russia has a very long history that, frankly, is quite shrouded in enigma. It's a European country that's very poorly understood compared to a lot of other European countries. It's a big, weird conglomerate of a lot of people. It's been formed weirdly over the years. It's been invaded a whole lot. It's fundamentally insecure in a lot of ways, and that helps us understand why Russia does what it does. And after we've talked a little bit about Russia's geopolitical history, we're going to be talking about some of their modern-day interests, some of their contemporary geopolitical imperatives. So what is in Russia's national interest today? How is it similar from what has been in Russia's national interest in the past? What's different about them? Are they due for a resurgence or a collapse? And what sorts of actions can we expect from Russia in the next decade? And finally, the one that I'm sure you all are waiting for. It's the bromance of the bad hombres. You guessed it. It's Trump and Putin. So we're going to look forward to the U.S.-Russian relationship under the Trump administration. Obviously, Trump has the potential to break significantly from U.S. policy that's been fairly consistent since the end of the Cold War. Uh, Trump does look up to Putin a lot, and Putin was pretty excited that Trump was president. Do they have a bromance? Are they the only two people that are going to get along in these two countries? How are their administrations looking at each other's countries? And how are those administrations going to support or repel whatever plans that Putin and Trump have? So get ready. This is going to be some fun. We're looking forward to it, and we hope you enjoy it too. In terms of some housekeeping before we wrap up today... On this brief little introduction show, we're on Facebook and Twitter at ReconsiderPod. You can follow us there. We post whenever there's a new episode or article on the blog out. We also sometimes post interesting news that's relevant to the episodes that we're doing. So check that out. We recently launched a Patreon site. Woo! Money! Patreon! Yeah, Eric and I, we love doing this. The podcast does take some work. You know, we put a good amount of time into researching and making sure that we're bringing you guys the best content that we possibly can. So if you want to give back a bit, you can check it out. It's patreon.com slash reconsider. Yeah, and if you're interested in any particular shows that you'd like us to do, we have a long backlog, but stuff that you guys are particularly interested in is going to become a priority for us. We've already done a couple shows based on listener feedback, including Russia, these four episodes coming up. So if there's stuff you'd like to hear about, please let us know. Obviously, you can do it on Twitter or Facebook, or you can email either of us at Eric or Xander, both of those at ReconsiderMedia.com. We like to follow the Dan Carlin model of giving. All we ask is a buck a show, and we'll keep pumping out good material. 
Last thing I'll mention today is if you listen to our most recent episode on Podemos, the Podemos mm. method, and how those tactics related to Trump, we interviewed Enrique Fonseca, who is the author of a book detailing Podemos's tactics. And um, Fonseca has a YouTube channel called Visual Politique that I recently appeared on. It's actually all in Spanish, but... I discussed in conjunction with him a little bit some of Donald Trump's unilateral powers as president, really any president's unilateral powers. And Eric will be appearing on Visual Politics' new channel, which is an English channel coming up soon. So check those out, and we'll put some links up on the show notes. So with that, remember, don't let the pundits think for you. Pause and reconsider, and we'll be back with some exciting episodes on Russia for you soon. Yeah, see you at the State of Russia today. Das Vidanya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.